Hi everyone, this is Luke Moroney for the Daily Property Search Podcast. And today, the topic I'd like to talk about, is there a change for Sydney property after the New South Wales state election? So it's an interesting topic to speak about. And it was actually a question that came out of a Facebook post or video that I did yesterday. And we were talking about the Queensland market and how Southeast Queensland was going and typically Brisbane and some of the infrastructure changes and the, the whole idea about high cash flow and what was happening in that market. And the question came about from one of the viewers about what was going on in Brisbane, but what's actually happening in Sydney? Has there been any change? Before I get into this particular podcast, just a disclaimer that this podcast is for general purposes only and should not be regarded as legal or financial advice. Make sure you get your own independent advice when looking to invest. So has there been a change? Is there any things that really spark things to turn the Sydney property market around? Is there a question of um, more buyers being out there, more frenzied activity in the last little while? Are we gonna see any changes in the next couple of weeks? So I would like to talk to you all about a few ideas that I had on the back of the New South Wales state election. Now, I think um, most of the commentary around what was going on was the idea that it was going to be pretty tough for Labor to get in, especially after um, the, the, um, the leader of the party being only coming in to take uh, leadership of the Labor Party in the last uh, three months, three or four months or so now, and didn't really have a long campaign. Uh, they banked on the the rhetoric around the stadium being built and not putting the money into schools, hospitals, and so forth. And I guess the, the way that the, the New South Wales ec economy is working and has been working over the last little while and the amount of infrastructure that's been spent has led a lot of people to continue uh, Liberals' uh, domination, I guess, in the New South Wales state government. And that's put us into a position where we've had Liberal uh, going through for the last three terms, which hasn't happened in quite a while. So I guess things are going, I, I would say, fairly well in the New South Wales state economy. Um, there's a lot of money that's been brought in in terms of stamp duty being received. Now, the big factor in some of this is actually there's been a massive reduction in that in the last, I'd say, 12 to 24 months or so now. Um, and that's a big consideration for where we're going to go in the Sydney property market. Where are we going to go in terms of infrastructure spending um, and um, private spending by businesses and companies? So we've got to take this all into consideration when we're looking at Sydney property. And it was a really good question that was raised yesterday after us talking about the Brisbane property market. So a couple of points that I would like to say in terms of this is firstly, back on that um, idea about what was happening in terms of infrastructure, there has been a guidance of the Liberal Party to continue that infrastructure spending. Now, there's a lot of proposed ideas out there. There's always that question about, are they actually going to continue on with these proposed thoughts? Or are they actually going to do what's currently in place, allow for budgets to remain at surplus or uh, allow for funds to come in before more funds are put out there and promised on spending? So uh, a close thought process, a close watch of what's going to happen and what the Liberal Party is going to do is is probably most important in the Sydney property market. If there's another influx of spending going to happen, you would say that people are gonna be more confident about the, their jobs in terms of those that are in infrastructure and, and construction. 
But I guess in terms of, is that going to help some of the other um, peripheral uh, uh, industries or some of those connected industries and help those people continue to keep their jobs? Um, is that then going to make a wealth uh, picture for a lot of people where there's, you know, I guess, an influx of spending out there in the marketplace? Is it going to mean that more people are going to look to upgrade their homes? Um, are they going to look to uh, invest money in cars or travel or other things to actually keep the economy moving forward? My second point is in regards to um, are people waiting for the federal election results? And my answer to this question would be a definite yes. I think there's a major consideration about what's going on federally. Uh, there's a lot of questions to be asked about, you know, because there's a big push towards uh, favorites being labor and the changes in the policy that they're going to look to implement in, then people are a little bit worried about the factor of spending money now for not knowing what is really going to happen, what's going to be put in place because putting uh, promising or putting in investing money into certain things would maybe leave them at a high risk when it comes to if Labor were to get in and put put into place these policies, is there going to be a factor of a recession coming through because of a massive change in the how things work in the property market and how that could potentially uh, see you know a lot a lots of job losses or will it be a benefit to more affordability in the market so there's a lot of questions around that and I feel as consumers who are voting in the Australian election and the national elections then people are probably more sitting back than making forward steps so it'll be a, a wait and see game and I think we really will be sitting on our hands as a nation um, moving forward towards May. So I don't see that much activity happening in the in the next couple of months that's going to sway us one way or the other. People are probably going to just go along with what they're doing at the moment. They'll be continue to be the odd sale here and there. Um, a lot of people will probably pull back from putting their properties on the market. A lot of people will pull back from looking to go and buy. Um, I guess those that are motivated to buy, there will be a number of buyers, but not to the level that we might see We've seen two years ago in the in the property markets, or potentially we could see after the election, and that might be a decision where, uh, if Liberal gets in and you know things just work on the way they are, people might get back into the market. If Labor gets in, we're going to have to wait for the how they're going to structure some of that policy that they're looking to implement, uh, the removal of negative gearing, changes to the capital gains tax. Uh, so we've got to have a look at all these things, and I guess that's where. I guess I see it right now and what other people are saying when I'm having those discussions about the federal election. So it seems to be a bit of a wait and see in that regards. My third point I'd like to make is we still have tight lending conditions. We still have affordability concerns and we still have lower uh, consumer confidence out there in the market. So the turnaround in the economy in Sydney and New South Wales I don't see as being uh, something happening in, in the next little while and I'm probably looking in, in the terms of at least six months um, and I, I'd be thinking more on the downside than the upside at the moment 
But again, it's a wait and see game. We are looking at markets each and every day and it's important for us to assess what is going on on a regular basis. So those tight lending con conditions where there's people previously could borrow uh, for a property at a million dollars are probably coming back to maybe a $500,000 property now. So what are they gonna do with that money? They either look to sit and stay where they are, they might look to take a, uh, a holiday, they might look to invest some of that money in other markets where they can afford an investment at a four or $500,000 basis. So that's, I guess, the sense of what's going on. With the affordability concerns with both rental and in regards to uh, buying property, are people gonna look to move interstate? Are we gonna get less demand out there for properties for sale? Because people are gonna move on from these areas where it's just unaffordable for them to live. So they're gonna look at other options and they're gonna find that you know, if they do move interstate and some of these locations, like maybe outskirts of Melbourne, um, maybe to a lesser extent than the outskirts of Brisbane or Adelaide, and um, other areas of the country so they can afford. And I guess on the back of what is actually happening in, in the property markets, in the economy, there seems to be a lower sense of consumer confidence. So it's really some things that we have to think about when it comes to the Sydney property market right now. And the state election really, I don't feel, had any massive bearing on what's really happening. Um, I think if Labor did get in, that would have been maybe a, a bit of a change or a bit of a change in sentiment there. Um, whether that would have been changed for the positive or negative, not too sure initially. But um, you know, for them to change things like um, a half broken up stadium into back to refurbishment, that would cost the government a lot of money. Um, would it cost even more than knocking down and rebuilding? Like I obviously don't know the full extent of that campaign or that idea of what they were going to do and how those funds were going to then be redeployed in other areas. So a couple of things to consider about the property market right now and whether that state election had any bearing really on what's going to happen. Um, and obviously I was talking about those ideas of um, the ongoing infrastructure that's going looking to be going ahead or what their their guidance that they put forward the ideas around the federal election really being more of an impact than our state election and obviously with regards to what has been happening in the property market as we sit right now with tighter lending conditions affordability concerns and you know consumer confidence issues that are there right now so hopefully that's helped you give you a bit of insight for what's going on in the property market. And if you like to discuss this topic or about your own current circumstances, love to have a chat with you. My number is 0400-332-377. And thank you for tuning in. The podcast you just heard was made using Anchor. Ever thought about making your own podcast? Anchor makes it really easy for anyone to get started. It's a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing podcasts. Best of all, it's 100% free. Sign up now at anchor.fm slash new. That's anchor.fm slash new to get started.